Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, The Arsenio Buck Show. Today, I'm talking about attracting wealth, don't repel it, part three. And today, I'm going over the habit of saving. You know, guys, I'm just going to give you some stories. I'm going to give you how I curb my stepping, uh, what is it, curb my spending and everything. But you know what? What was the origin of this actually having already taken place the way it did? So you always have to go back to the genesis of where it probably all began. And then you'll understand and be able to connect the dots more. See, back in 2007, I had came back from, of course, Arizona while I was going to college out there. And I remember me and my brother, we got in a big argument. Me, my brother and I, well, you know, I like saying me and my brother. My brother and I is actually incorrect. Me and my brother, sorry, I'm just such a teacher. Me and my brother, he was yelling at me because I was asking my mom to pay my phone bill. See, I didn't have a job. There were a lot of things going on. My brother had a job, of course, and who knows what kind of job he had. But my brother had a job, and my mother, of course, um, you know, she was working and whatnot. I was a starving college student, okay? Even while I was at college in Arizona, my mom wasn't supporting me. It was actually my best friend's family because, of course, I think they were pretty much millionaires. Um, And they actually helped me get to Arizona to begin with. So I remember, like, back in April, I said, hey, Dennis, I hate to ask you for this. But my mom doesn't have any money. I just need something to hold me over until I get back to Vegas back in May. He sent me $200. And you know what? I consider Dennis to be a father figure to this day. He is now retired out there in Denver, Colorado. And I'm so grateful for that process. But when I had come back, I couldn't get the work study. There were a lot of things I was trying to think about in terms of making money. But you know what? I was just being a college student. I was like, okay, what's my next plan of action? What courses am I taking next? And I remember one day we got in a big argument. My brother just erupted on me. And I remember I started crying because I was a little bit of a bitch back then. Now I just go full on and fight the guy. Well, of course not. I just completely blocked the guy out of my life because he's useless but anyways guys just understand this message because i remember that very next day july two thousand uh july what is it july 4th independence day transformers had came out we watched a movie uh my best friend and his girlfriend i stayed the night as a matter of fact at my girlfriend and they have like a couple of houses and whatnot so i stayed the night there just so i could stay away from my brother went back and my brother was just acting like it never you know it was never you know a big deal to begin with but you know what to be honest with you 2005 big problem 2007 big problem all in terms of money and it always related to my brother 2008 i had a girlfriend my brother was extremely jealous again he tried pinpointing that money was the issue he wasn't jealous that i had a girlfriend but in fact he was um again a very very angry individual and because he wasn't so sought out and you know going after what he loved in his life he hated the fact that i knew what i was doing with my life so again these money problems they kind of made up the blueprint to whereas i'm like you know what maybe i should just have my own money and never be broke and stay away from my brother so maybe through a very abstract way of thinking about it maybe my brother pushed me to become financially independent and not so reliant of course on my mother rather than looking at it from face value maybe if i dig real deep into the concept of what he was trying to do because you know i came back from australia and again we got into an argument over honey buns he's like why are you eating all the honey buns? And of course, he was living at my house. He had just gone through surgery. His life was completely upside down. He took like probably 30 steps back because he actually had a great job at one point. But of course, he was going after the short-term economics rather than the long-term impact. So many different things were happening. And again, you know, I was just saving my money, saving my money, saving my money. So before I went, before I actually moved here to Australia, uh, what is it, Thailand, 
March, I went on a trip to Sedona, to Sedona, Arizona with my friend Elisa at the time. April, me and Elisa, I actually slept in Arizona one night. And then in the morning, that very next morning, me and Elisa shot over across the Pacific Ocean to go to Hawaii. My family was extremely jealous. They were like, oh, he has all this money. He doesn't want to give mom and this. And I'm like, mom's been on this planet for almost 60 years. Why doesn't mom have a savings? I'm gonna help my I'm gonna help mom whatever way I can. But my mom got so jealous to the point that anytime I said, "Hey, mom, I got to get a, a typhoid shot. The CDC is actually recommending this specific shot for me before I go to Thailand." And I remember I told her, and the first thing you know, first thing that came to mind, she's like, "How much was the shot?" And I said, "Doesn't matter, seventy five dollars." And she gave me a dirty look because she's like, "You could have put gas in the car." So again, everyone else's. I guess you could say insecurities about money, it continued to boil over to what was happening in my life. Um, And, you know, it just, again, it just kept happening over and over and over. And I really didn't know what to do at that, you know, at that specific moment, except, you know, just to leave, of course. So, yes, was I broke, man? When I came back from Australia, I had only, I had $2 to my name. I had to ask my mom for money. And she was getting ready to get fired. She already knew she was going to get fired. And sure enough, she got fired and she never got a job again until I left. She was out of work for a year. And the thing is, she has a tendency of actually doing this. And the thing is, she has a tendency of just becoming complacent and having her sons and daughters just take care of them. And the thing is, in the American culture, man, you know what I'm saying? I, I've already been through that with my parents, you know, back in the 90s. And for them, you know, and for that to happen and all these things, now you guys understand in terms of genetic blueprints and everything that I went through, this could have ultimately doomed me going forward with my future. So you guys know the last story, the brokest I've ever been, especially overseas, was when I had only $10 to my name for, what is it, five years, yeah, five years ago here in Thailand. And it's because I was waiting on a check. They said, hey, we can't pay you October. We're going to pay you in November. And I'm like, dude, what am I going to do? And she's like, well, you could borrow money from this place. You'll be able to do this. And I'm like, well, I have to do a visa run. I have to do, there were so many things. There were so many uh, implementations and so many things I had to go through. And I said, you know what? This is the last time I'm ever going to be this broke. Just like Lisa Nichols, when she was rubbing on her baby boy's stomach, saying, you know what? Don't worry, Jelani. Mommy will never be this broke again. And that was it. I've always been a saver. I've been able, this is, this is how I traveled to, of course, Thailand for the first time. How I traveled to, you know, Australia three times before I actually moved there the fourth time. This is how I did everything. And you know what? There are times where it just gets really hard, you know, like five years ago. But now it's like, you know what? Okay, I got my emergency fund just in case, but I got an extra two on top of that. And now, honestly, at every time, I feel I want my $10,000 to be my zero. So anytime I fall below $10,000, I'm going to freak out and say, oh, my God, what's happening? Reevaluate my finances. That's exactly what I want. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, my God, $10,000. That's a lot of I don't give a damn. I don't want to ever go below $10,000 in my life. And that $10,000 is going to sit in an emergency fund or I might invest it in some, into some stocks over the next two, three years. Still trying to figure that out. Of course, we'll get into the whole Tony Robbins book very, very soon. But you guys are understanding. Um, when it comes to emergency funds, and I'm going to drop it like it's hot right now, okay? There was a point where as a parent, as a mother, as a child, as a whatever you are in the, in the world, you got to have money for an emergency. If you have kids and some sh- crazy stuff happens, 
somebody, you know, God forbid, you know, you know, breaks a knocking on wood, superstition, breaks a leg, does this, does that. You got to be ready, right? You got to have your finances ready because if you're not ready, you're screwed. And in a lot of countries, they won't even do surgery on you. They'll just let you die like Thailand. You got to pay. They don't give a damn about you. You got to pay a lot of parts of Africa, a lot of parts of everywhere. So you really need to understand that having an emergency fund is everything. See, the first time I thought about this was seven years ago when I was in Australia. I said, at any given moment, I will always have 1,000 U.S. dollars to take a plane ticket back to America just in case things go completely sour here. That was my motto. That was my motto. And you know what? Now I'm like, okay, well, yes, of course, I'm living in Thailand. Okay, so many other things are happening. Okay, I got money coming in from over here, over there. Yes, that's all good. That's all good. But at any given moment, if things get sour and things just go completely south, I have to be prepared. So, again, if, you know, if the United States Embassy, of course, puts out a red notice to say all Americans must leave Bangkok, th- things are happening, I got that money to hurry up and get the hell out of here, no problem. You know, if I get stuck in another country, oh, your flight got delayed, this happened, we're sorry, so sorry, you were on this plane, you're not, you're not going to be able to, you're going to have to buy an extra flight. I don't want to be that asshole saying, oh my God, I don't have money to buy an extra flight. Oh my God, I don't have money to stay in a hotel overnight. If the, of course, the airport doesn't provide. You know, I'm just saying, I don't want to be that person. So guys, saving from that aspect to always have an emergency fund, very, very critical, but also investing in everything, which I'm going to be getting into uh, very, very soon in my Tony Robbins podcast. But yeah, guys, um, again, Napoleon Hill, um, he actually said, hey, just save one dime out of every dollar you earn. See, I save more than 50%. So I save 50 cents out of every dollar. Uh, B, each six months, invest your savings and interest or dividend returns from these savings and investments. And when you invest, seek expert advice on safe investments. So that's why I'm getting into, of course, the the, the different types of funds that are out there. And that's why I'm going to be getting back into the Tony Robbins book very, very soon. Because... Again, understanding this and understanding how to compound your money, it means everything in the world. (sighs) So, guys, I hope you understand this. I hope you understand the concept of saving, just basic savings, having money just in case, having that emergency fund, having that savings just in case someone kicks you out. See, if that guy who I'm actually renting out his condo right now, if he wanted to just terminate the contract over whatever reason, I got to have money to move all my stuff and I got to, you know, have money to, of course, move into another condo. I'm not going to be that jackass saying, oh, my God, I don't have that money. I live paycheck by paycheck. You lost your goddamn mind. I used to do that back in the south of Thailand. I'm not doing that anymore. And you know what? Very soon I'm going to be set for life. So think about it, guys. This is food for thought. And with that being said, man, thanks for tuning back into another podcast. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.